He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 66 is on page 417. O oh, be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praise to be glorious. Say unto God, O how wonderful art thou in thy works! Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down unto thee. For all the world shall worship thee, sing of thee, and praise thy name. O come hither, and behold the works of God! How wonderful he is in his doing toward the children of men! He turned the sea into dry land, so that they went through the water on foot. There did we rejoice thereof. He ruleth with his power forever. His eyes behold the nations, and such as will not believe shall not be able to exalt themselves. O praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to slip. For thou, O God, hast proved us, Thou hast tried us like as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the snare, and laidest trouble upon our loins. Thou sufferest men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, and through, and thou brought us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thine house with burnt offerings, and I will pay thee my vows which I promised with my lips, and spake with my mouth, when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee fat burnt sacrifices, with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. O come hither, and hearken, all ye that fear God. And I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. I called unto him with my mouth, 
and gave him praises with my tongue. If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. But God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. Praise be God, who hath not cast out my prayer, nor turned his mercy from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the twentieth chapter of the book of Exodus. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor, you shall not cover your neighbor's house, you shall not cover your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. Now all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking. When the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. Then they said to Moses, You speak with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, let us die, lest we die. And Moses said to the people, Do not fear, for God has come to test you, and that his fear may be before you, so that you may not sin. So the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. Then the Lord said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, You have seen that I have talked with you from heaven. You shall not make anything to be with me, gods of silver or gods of gold you shall not make for yourselves. An altar of earth you shall make for me, and you shall sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and your peace offerings your sheep and your oxen. In every place where I record my name, I will come to you, and I will bless you. And if you make me an altar of stone, you shall not build it of hewn stone, for if you use your tool on it, you have profaned it. Nor shall you go up by steps to my altar, that your nakedness may not be exposed on it. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. 
we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee, the goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee, the noble armies of, of the martyrs praise thee, the holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee, the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ, thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the seventh chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews. For the priesthood being changed of necessity, there is also a change of the law. For he of whom these things are spoken belongs to another tribe, from which no man has officiated at the altar. For it is evident that our Lord arose from Judah, of which tribe Moses spoke nothing concerning priesthood. And it is yet far more evident if, in the likeness of Melchizedek, there arises another priest, who has come not according to the law of fleshly, of fleshly commandment, but according to the power of endless life. For he testifies, You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek. For on the one hand, there is an annulling of the former commandment because of its weakness and unprofitableness. For the law made nothing perfect. On the other hand, there is the bringing, of, a bringing in of a better hope through which we draw near to God, inasmuch as he has not made priests without an oath, for they have become priests without an oath, but he with an oath by him who said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not relent. You are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. By so much more Jesus has become a surety of a better covenant. Also, there were many priests, because they were prevented by death from continuing. But he, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he is also able to save 
to the utmost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. For such a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens, who does not need daily, as those high priests, to offer up sacrifices first for his own sins and then for the people's. For this he did once for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints as high priests men who have weakness, but the word of the oath which came after the law appoints the Son who has been perfected forever. Here endeth the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb, that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb for ever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given thine only Son to be unto us both a sacrifice for sin and also an ensample of godly life, give us grace that we may always be most thankfully receive that his inestimable benefit and also daily endeavor ourselves to follow the blessed steps of his most holy life through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant this day we fall into no sin, 
neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. You know, in any relationship, there are certain ground rules. There are certain things that are permissible and impermissible in any relationship between people. And here we have in, in our Old Testament lesson here in Exodus 20, God is laying out the bare minimum for us to have a relationship with him in the Ten Commandments. These are the way he wants us to be, to be able to have a relationship with him. And at the same time, this is giving us information about who God really is, who he is as a person. So we have in the Ten Commandments these, this, the necessity for us to have a relationship with him, to understand that he is the one and only God. He is the creator of all things and that we can not have a relationship with him when we are pulled away and start to worship false idols. And so this is a very important point because, you know, man left to his own devices will always find something to worship. Man is a worshiping animal. We have the gift of a certain amount of wisdom to understand our own limitedness and grasp some aspect of how awesome and mighty the world is and all the things in it. And mankind left to his own devices will eventually start to worship these things. He will, you know, create false gods. He will start to worship the sun, the moon, the stars, the, the mountains and the rivers. And this is the natural tendency of mankind. And this is the world in which not only the, the, the Hebrews at this point find themselves in, but that we find ourselves in. So God sets out his commandments to pull people back, to reorient them so that, that we can have a relationship with him. So God issues these injunctions against worshiping other things against, you know, supposing our own notions and ideas are correct and instead always submitting ourselves to God's plans, to his way of looking at things and so that we can have relationship with God as a person. And then he sets out the these certain you know, not hard things to comprehend for us who understand God is good. You know, we should not murder. We should not steal these type of things. These are just the, the bare minimum that humans need to have a relationship with God. So this is the beginning of the law. And it's always been the point of the law to reorient humans towards God and to prepare them for something greater. And that's what we get to in our New Testament lesson. 
God delivers his people out of Egypt. He gives them the Ten Commandments. Then he, you know, expands on that with certain rules and regulations on how we behave. He gives them what we call the Levitical priesthood. These men born in the tribe of Levi who, by their birthright, act as priests to God. And the thing that they do is to offer sacrifices for sin. They, and beginning with their own sin, and they offer these sacrifices to God, understanding that humans will always fall towards sin. And God gives his chosen people the means to propitiate their sins, to offer sacrifices to understand the gravity of the the nature of their offense and to re-enter into relationship with God. And then in Christ, he gives us his son who becomes the true high priest, the one who is himself sinless, who offers himself up for our sins in the one final true sacrifice that wipes away everything that came before it and becomes for us the true high priest, the one that all everything coming before is pointing towards and is fulfilled in him. This notion of fulfillment and completeness is is palpable in our New Testament lesson in in the the epistle to the Hebrews. Everything that came before is not wiped away because it was bad or because it wasn't working as God intended. It is wiped away because something better is now available to us. Something that everything that came before points toward and is fulfilled in Christ. So for us, he becomes the high priest who takes on the what everything that came before was an icon or a symbol pointing towards and becomes the fulfillment of that and the 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 central sacrifice sacrificial act of god is the eucharist when we celebrate the eucharist the priest is not offering up a new sacrifice he is acting in the person of Christ, offering up this sacrifice that happened before and is always, in a sense, always active and always alive. And so it is God acting through Jesus Christ in the Eucharist as high priest. And so this fulfills all the promise of the law and then allows us to not always be trying to reach that point of the Messiah coming to be good enough for God to restore his people, but instead restores each of us into a right relationship with God and then gives us the grace to have a fruitful relationship in Christ and grow and grow in our knowledge and love of God. So just some thoughts about today's lessons.
Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithfully faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together, the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Chris, Joel, and Ed, and Father John, for an excellent lesson. Thank you, everybody. Good to be with all of you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye -bye. Have a good day. Thank you. Good day, Thank everybody. You. Bye.